Soto Muye, so ridiculous. She was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spell what I want. I could not. Who? The the woman at the thing, she was just like, I'm just gonna spell what I want. Like she didn't really yeah, say wow. that. The woman at the thing that gives me all the information that I need. I w- <laughs> for those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here as always, with the grim to my reaper, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how you feel? I feel good. I feel good. I'm ready to I'm ready to face the reaper. Yeah, right? Because don't Play fear the, the reaper. reaper. Don't fear the <laughs> reaper. Whatever you do, nothing to fear. Uh, I feel good. It's uh, Friday night. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day weekend. Sure enough is. So uh, thank you for everything that you did, Dr. King. And I'm very, very excited. I'm in a new location. So uh, I'm in a move. I'm in a uh, just moved into house. So if there's any uh, echoes, I do apologize for that. Uh, Andrew, do you want to tell the folks uh, about your little gaff last week? You my had little, a gaff. My little gaff. Yeah, your little gaff when you released uh, when you released early. And I'm not talking about the first time you had sex. CJ Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we recorded a day earlier than we usually do. And I just decided it was on the same uh, production schedule. And I was so ready. I was like, oh my God, I got this ready so fast, posted it, sent it to CJ. And then I'm like, I'm a full day it's and a half Thursday. early. It's, it's yeah. Thursday. Listen, all good. We have been doing movies centered around time travel. Yes. So it feels apropos, as they say in the trade. Uh, but very excited to talk about the movie that uh, we just watched this past week. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and tell them. I think you should. I'm going to tell them. We, on this week's episode of Icon or Wycon, we will be discussing the 1991 comedy, Bill and Ted Go to Hell. I mean, it should have been called Bill and Ted Go to Hell. That's what it was called initially. Okay, it's what happens. Yeah, but Americans, the American producers said to the British director, I don't think that Americans will like that. Little did they know that a short, what, 30 years later, we'd all be in hell. <laughs> Jesus. Accurate. Here we are. Uh, but no, so the, name, the name of the film tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this episode is <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. So here's here's my relationship with this movie. <laughs> I also remember huge portions of this movie quite vividly. Yep. And it was so funny revisiting it as an adult because I was too young to watch this movie. Too I was young. I was too young to get this movie. Way this, too young to get it. This movie, dare I say, almost too smart. It's a bit of a writing flex. Yep. No, it's um. It takes it it, it. 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 Okay. So let's just talk about this movie as a sequel to begin with. If yeah. You can. Okay. It's the Empire Strikes Back. 
spoiler alert. Yeah. It's the Godfather two, right? It it's better than the first film. It's a solid movie. It's a solid movie and it's better than the first film. And I'll tell you why it's better than the first film for the next half an hour or so. It, it takes everything that was great about the first movie. And just like you said, it just flexes it a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, It fleshes out the characters. They're never, the characters are now in danger. So we have stakes. Yes. And I love that. That's the first thing I thought, um, when you have, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Denomalous with the, the whole Denomalous going back to try and stop what they become. That right. was what was missing from the first movie. There was no reason for them. They were up against nothing. They just had to finish their really, project. They're really up against nothing. They just Themselves. had to graduate. Or it was man versus it was, self. Right. Yeah. 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 No, but uh, okay. So right off the bat, I, we've got some really, really wonderful 19 early nineties, uh, practical effects with with evil Bill and Ted. Let me just let me just stop myself there. I fucking love evil Bill and Ted. Evil Bill and Ted are amazing. The um, the way the latex reveals so of good. them just opening their mouths and the way they cut back, carrying that into Act Two when they have their heads. Yep. And, yep. and that now, practical now, effect notice- is genius. I did notice when Ted's head was on the carpet, the carpet was moving. So like he was clearly under the carpet, like Keanu's real head was under the carpet, but I didn't fucking care because at that point I was like, this is so much fun. It's supposed to be a little bit bad. It's goofy as fuck. And what's so strange about this movie, I was watching it and I was like, there are so many elements of this movie that like you can look at and be like, well, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And then you count how many things that don't really work about it happen. And it's like, oh, everyone is in on the joke. Everybody gets it. Everybody's in on the joke. And and what's really interesting is that there are some things, you know, in the first one, they played fast and loose with like the time travel rules. And it was so ridiculous and insane. Yeah. Um, In this one, they just play fast and loose with, the rules of the universe. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, well, that's weird. That can't happen. It's like, but I was so on board with their dumb time travel rules. So like, yeah, you have to play the Grim Reaper series of games and he's actually a sore loser. And that's yeah, how people pissed. get, and yeah. that's, that's how the people get stuck. William Sadler. He was so uh, fucking funny. So fucking funny man. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I do love that, you know, it's not just a rehashing of, of the first movies um, plot devices right it's a complete like with back to the future in back to the future too it's the same issue yeah right it's the same thing that happened the same thing happens essentially in this one they're like yeah no so in the first one like they came back in time to help them go back in time and this one they came back in time and oh they got murdered yeah and now they have to like deal with the grim reaper and they give him a melvin <laughs> raise so- your hand raise your hand and and hit like on our next Instagram post, if you remember what a Melvin was. I know, I know. Wait, but CJ, the Melvin beat has payoffs. <laughs> oh my God, so much. It's, it's a couple so of different aware. times. It's like so The first time is when, is when he's in heaven and he comes back and the Grim Reaper like is apologizing to God and he's like, like they Melvin. The Melvin to me. <laughs> but when the Grim Reaper gives Anomalous a Melvin yeah. at the end, first Melvin. of all, the Grim Reaper joins the band. 
joins the band. Of course yeah, he does. They love and then him. he has like a little solo career we find out in the post credits. It's so strange. <laughs> well, what's weird is oh, we're just jumping all over the place, but let's just do it. What's what's we what's, do. what's weird is at the end when he comes out and like they introduce him and he does like a, a bit. <laughs> like the Grim Reaper rap. He has a, yeah. He has a whole bit after holding the upright bass. Why is he going to play that with them? It's the movie yeah, it's it's as tall as William Sadler. That interest, that instrument is as tall as William Sadler. It's it's so it's ridiculous and it's so goofy, but it's so much fun. All right, I'm going to ask you a series of questions because this is Here how love go. fest go. I'm going to ask Here you a series go. of questions. How did you feel <laughs> about them in the Exorcist rules when they possess Bill's dad? Oh my God, I knew, I was hoping you were going to ask me this. Goddamn, uh, Hal Landon Jr. does an amazing Ted Theodore Logan. It's, it's spot Ted's dad, sorry. On. His Ted was so good. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. I totally possessed my dad, dude. <laughs> and like it was the perfect. way he's standing. Yeah. Oh my God. Like yeah, no. Had, and like you don't even you don't even mind like the weird like visual effect of him, you know, being shrunken into his ear. It's kind of like, ooh, that doesn't look that great, but oh my god, that looks so cool. Oh no, it's, well it's, done. It's such a shitty little animation job, but they commit to like his tiny little sneakers like dangling their way oh. into his ear. Like oh, yeah. it's oh. and then and then um uh, Bill jumps in feet first to Deputy James. Yeah, yeah, and that's a whole different experience. Right, it's so silly. Yeah, no, the visuals in this movie for 1991 are just incredible. It's like it's like a Tim Burton movie almost. Do you know what it's like? It's like that pocket of Nightmare on Elm Street, like three and four. It's that level of. Oh offense. yeah, sure, Dream even, Warriors. Yeah, because even the nightmare sequences, like I was like, this is giving me some hardcore, like, like it it reminded me of the the one where they're feeding the girl that has the eating disorder in three, like with the log table. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of that. I was like, this is like nightmare on Street Four, Goofy. Freddie was so awful. Those kids. He was so awful, but the those movies popped. Uh, when they started leaning into how funny Robert England was. Oh yeah. And then they took it too far. Then it got silly and they started making twin peaks jokes. Like it was too jokey, <laughs> but that's, that's for, that's for another series. That sure um, is. That sure is. So the possession sequence, Primo, how do we feel about the whole situation of they got sent to hell because Missy is now Missy. hard. Missy is now hardcore into like spiritualism. Super, super California. Like yeah. she's yeah. she's that wife. They've established that she's that wife. She yeah. She has moved on to another dad. Oh my god. Yeah. So let's okay. So now let's go back a little bit, yeah. right? Let's like let's. I, I hate to do this, but I would like to interrupt the love fest. I feel like the first half of act one is not good. I do not like it. It's a slow 20 minutes. It's a slow 20 minutes. And I'll tell you how I know I was doing the dishes as I started this film on HBO max. Nice plug. For and HBO I was max. like, <laughs> HBO max 14 99 a month. I was a little bored. 
I was like more worried about the dishes than what was going on in the film. It was hard. Yeah. It and was, I remember it, loving the movie and I was like, wait a second. Uh Oh, do I, what, like, do I have a moment on my hands here where well, I, I'm, I'm going to re- regret what I, my choice is tonight. They, they just spend so long in the future, which they have to. You got I me. Mean, yeah. I got to establish the plot. They have to establish the plot. It's but not done really well. It's not executed. Well, it's just, it's, it's inefficient. It's inefficient. It's inefficient right. because what they try to do is I, this is my theory. You ready for my take? Well, that's why we're here. Well, I, I know, right? Um, they're both. It's act that first chunk. They're both the first part of Act One. Right. So if the movie started with the future like they do, which makes total sense, that's like the start of the movie. But like from that point, we need to be getting into the movie. Yeah. What they do is we have another beginning of the movie. We have another beginning of the movie. Yes, yes, to, yes, to see yes. The, that's to see right. the audition process to set that up. That's and it's right. just, it's, 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 you know, it's a data dump. It's 20 minutes of exposition. Yeah. And, and so, then the party where we find out about, this is what brought me into this, is that you're talking about Missy and Ted's dad. And we yeah. meet Colonel Oates. Colonel Oates. Colonel Oates. Played Again, by the amazing Chelsea Ross. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so creepy, so weird. Uh, what is wrong with Bill's dad? He's, I mean, he's lost Missy. Yeah, he's a disaster, and it's so <laughs> awkward. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's two first half of Act One slammed against each other, and so yeah. we don't get any real payoff. And then the thing that's painfully clear, and I love Pam Greer. Yeah, I love Pam, Pam Greer. Greer. Is there a more beautiful woman? She's, only my wife she's well done she's beautiful yeah. she's beautiful and stunning and such an such an iconic face like you see it's like oh Pam Greer Jesus yeah and Legend. she's hilarious she's so funny she's like subtly funny oh her yeah. and Jackie Brown I mean Jesus well I love Jackie Brown criminally yeah. underrated film oh my god totally right yeah but that's because people wanted Pulp Fiction yeah that's what, we'll is, get into that we we'll should do that. like the Tarantiverse or the oh, Tarantino-verse. The Tarantino-verse. oh yeah those are great but listen, I feel like beyond establishing the plot, they also have to sort of introduce Miss Wardrobe, you know? So there's a lot that has yeah, to see, happen. Now, again, 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 spoiler alert, uh, Miss Wardrobe is is Rufus. Yeah. Right? How? And I feel... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, again... Like the the villain coming back and taking over all the TV stations is how Bill and Ted spread their word of love, which brings us to the future that the villain doesn't like. How? It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't make any sense, but it's so fun. We've got, we've got, again, we have a horrible underutilization of George Carlin. Yeah. He was barely in this one. He was barely in the last one. When you think about it, I guess so. Yeah. You know, I found out that the last cut of the movie, what did we miss? Oh, thank you. Uh, two and a half hours was the original cut. They had they so much story. chopped it down to 90 minutes. I think, yeah. and I think a lot of that must have been act one. No, I'm talking about Bill and Ted's. Oh, the adventure. first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why it's like, it's like one joke repeating. Yeah. Right. And it feels like, like that mall sequence. It's kind of like, it's, it, it happens way too fast. Yeah. And so that's what I learned in my my excellent journey this past week 
digging into this movie. But yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like Miss Wardrobe wasn't really a necessary character. And the audition wasn't really necessary. Like, no, that off. no, get but, that, but get rid of that. No, but we only need to know who Miss Wardrobe is to know that it's Rufus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you see Rufus and we lost him in the circuits of time, dude. No, you didn't. Yeah. He's there the whole time. But why? Like, why wouldn't he help in other ways once they died? I don't know. Like, I'm upset about that. Well, because I and, you know, it's kind of like implied that it's like that he didn't want to interfere. But all he does is interfere. That's all he did the last movie. It's his main purpose in life. Yeah. To make sure that they play at the battle. It's the battle of the bands that they have to play at. Yeah. And somehow they defeated Primus. They totally defeated Prime <laughs> with a kiss song. Yeah, but you know it's weird though. I didn't realize that Primus has been cool for that long. Dude, Primus is the shit. Primus has Primus, been cool. I was like, I forgot it no. was them. Yeah, no, Primus came out and they were awesome when I was in you know like middle school, and when I graduated from high school, they were still awesome. Like they were still you know the they were like they were like underground Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Like less mainstream, but just yes. still the best. Um, okay, I have, an, I have some more feelings questions for you. Are you ready? Ready. So the game sequence, I love. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. Best out of seven. It's like, all of our, it's all of our favorite games from when we were a kid. Oh, totally. And they fucking crush the Grim Reaper, and he's so sour about it. And then he agrees to take them to heaven. Yep. And they steal some pastel clothes. So stupid. Yeah, they Heaven put him in a little dress. Taj the, Mahal is there, the great yes. musician, Taj Mahal. The, but the design of Heaven is so bizarre. Well, we've completely skipped past Hell. I mean, it's, everything that happened in Hell is, is bizarre. And, but that's and, true, yeah. You know, it paved the way for such wonderful films in the early 2000s as Little Nicky. Oh my god! A lot of Nicky vibes that I got, and, um, but no. But Alex Winter does his. That's him playing his grandma. Oh, I, obviously. Like I, I knew that was him, and it was so hideous. Brilliant. It was. It was brilliant. It was, it was brilliant. Um, anyway, but, heaven. So no, in heaven, they fucking put the Grim Reaper in this weird apron and like hat. They tell him he looks good, and he's like, "Really? Yeah." And, and like he him. makes friends with them. Yeah. But like they're in heaven, they're having the weirdest experience, and then they get they talk to God. Yep. He gives them a weird map. Weird map that takes them to somewhere in heaven. In heaven, yeah. And they meet Station. Station. Station, who is the original Groot. The original Groot. And do you know who was inside that costume? Tony Cox. Tony motherfucking Cox, son. Legend. 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 So they meet Station and it's like, oh, you think you're the only, uh, that the smartest being would be from Earth? From Earth. And it's just like, okay, so let's talk about these decisions. So <laughs> what's the, the Grim, plan? The Grim Reaper is able to be foiled by Bill and Ted, who we've proven in the last episode they're not really idiots. They're dim, but they're, they just, they're brilliant in other ways. Yeah. They're not I mean, traditionally the great, brilliant. The great thing about Bill and Ted is that you believe that these two kids could actually change the world. Yeah. They're so, they're so honest and genuine. So they Melvin, the Grim Reaper, they Melvin death. That's a while ago though. No, no, no. And, and they do all that. And then the, the seance sends them to hell. Right. 
Right. And so it's like, okay, cool. So like Christian rules. Okay. So like, <laughs> that's fine. So we're doing this thing. They're in there trapped in their own little nightmares. It's a very common version of hell, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, they find their way to the games with death. They beat death in all these children's games and then they go to heaven yeah. and heaven teaches us that, um, this super American contemporary concept of heaven actually encompasses an entire universe. Yep. An entire universe where time travel exists. And so the amount of mythology expanding that this movie seeks to undertake mm. and does so effectively sure. is how, is how we get past the, the sort of, muck that is a sort of suspiciously muddy act one because mm -hmm. their act two is world building and I, I was so bowled over by that i was like they just but they fucking commit to the honesty of these characters so hard that we're just following yeah. them in these circumstances just like we followed them when they kidnapped joan of arc you know we just followed them through these circumstances and i was like how brilliant of, of, of a, a moment of everybody being on the same page right Right. Of what right. they're trying to create. Because this movie is bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. The director even said, he's like, this is one of the like strangest movies ever it's made. It's so weird, but it's so enjoyable. And then you see, you meet Station, who can like merge and become one giant Station. Yeah, well, he has to merge in order to build the robots. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was surprised it wasn't David Prowse in there. Yeah. Okay. He's gigantic. And then they say he has a sweet ass. Like it's sweet Martian ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a little taken aback by that station. He is. He's, he's yeah. surprised. But again, he joins the band. He totally has to join the band. Station and Grim Reaper. But he splits and joins the band. He splits right? and joins the band. Yeah. Because they're the yeah. progressionists. Yeah. Oh my station, God. Station and Grim Reaper both fall under the bill and Ted spell like we do they're just like right. they're fucking cool i don't know why everybody's out to get them they're fucking cool yeah yeah i you don't know. know why that deep that that villain hates them he's no. kind of like obadiah stain it's like kind of yeah he, he has an agenda yeah it's an agenda though yeah, it's no, it's the agenda. It's the villain agenda. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's yeah. what he's gonna do. Um, this is like this is like laying the groundwork for um, the Marvel villain. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's so fascinating, and there's so many juicy things to like dig into. But it's 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 weird. The bad special effects layered in with the good special effects. Yeah. Um, well, no, the the production design on this film is actually really excellent. It's so smart, you know, especially for 1991. Oh, it's great. Um, how cool is it that Bill and Ted good robots become their backup dancers doing the robot? 100%. And those um, actors inside those costumes are amazing, amazing visual movers. So good. That yeah. final fight sequence where they're controlling them with the joysticks. Oh so God. fun. Oh my God. I love the evil Bill and Ted know that it's over. Yeah. Like we've met our match. Yeah. Later okay. Bill and Ted. Catch you later Bill and Ted. <laughs> Catch you later Bill and Ted. Oh my God. It's so joyful. It's so fun. It demands nothing of you. Even the shitty reveal <laughs> of like Pam Greer pulling her like weird latex face off and it's Rufus inside. Yeah. 
And you had to get a shot of like the weird Pam Greer mold on the ground. I'm like, that's so dumb. So dumb. And where have you been, Rufus? I'm still mad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just mad. David said, like, I'm not like Rise of Skywalker mad, but I'm still like a little mad. I want to talk about one more scene that I I think it's important that we not overlook. Okay. Is is that uh, we have, they even do a little bit of elaborating on the princesses and they commit to the fact that the princesses are kind of medieval female villains heads. Yeah. And they kind of weren't in the first movie. No, no, they've, they've developed, they've, they've evolved into that again, though. We do have like the horrible underutilization of the princesses They in are a movie yeah. that like really works on character, lets the characters breathe and, and change and grow. Uh, I feel bad for the princesses and I miss my, um, my childhood crush there. I know that was, it was a shocking recast. They replaced her. Yeah. yeah. Bummer. Um, and we do get to the, uh, <laughs> the stupid time travel rules again at the end, but they, at like, the very end. yeah, they bring it back. They had it's, to, I, I was the one who put the gun there. It's like, Oh my God. Shut yeah. Up. So it's kind like, of an underwhelming like, finale. Yeah. Aside from Keanu, like them coming back and Keanu being in the catchers padding and, uh, Alex <laughs> being like a member of ZZ Top. ZZ Top. No. Hilarious. That was it. Because they went and learned how to play. They used the time machine to learn how to play. 16 months. And they come back with children. With children. Yes. Yeah. Little Bill and Little Ted. Little Bill and Little Ted. Where they are they going to go other. during this performance? They put them somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's stagehand. At the San Dimas Battle of the Bands takes them somewhere. <laughs> also, the San Dimas Battle of the Bands is pretty epic. Dude, why is Primus there? What does Primus <laughs> have to prove at that point? Why are they in the San Dimas Battle of the Bands? My God. It's just so weird. I was I was bowled over by how weird <laughs> I was bowled over by how fucking weird the movie is. But then I was like, I finished it and I was like. I liked that. <laughs> like, I like this movie. I yeah. liked I it. Loved, I love the end. I love the credits. Oh they yeah. Show exactly. You know what sort of happened in the sands of time as we move forward to 2600 AD or whatever. Oh yeah. Kind of gives us a glimpse as to how this, this whole thing plays out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see how, because this movie kind of wraps it all up. Right. Cause that's yep, what that, this was it. This is it. That's what they were fighting for. So it's, it, I'm curious to see what this third mission is. Oh my God. I can't wait. I know, I know. It's I can't it's fuck away. I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done here. Yeah, I, I'm. It's it's late where I am, so I can't. But I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it in the next couple days. What do you have? Two shows tomorrow? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a sitch. Uh, I think we should take a break. I think we've earned it. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your, your chest area, where, where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh. to... I'm talking to people Absolutely. on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah. So I think that Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. 
and we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We're back. It is the truth. The time has come. The time has come. For the second part of the show. That's really that's what time it is. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. I I feel some type of way about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I expressed myself in, in in lots of sort of, you know, it's like shooting spider webs of ideas out of my mm, wrist. Like from inside your wrist, or did you have to make them in a lab? I had web shooters. I made them in okay. a lab. But the okay, ones cool. from inside my wrist would be just as good, I assume. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I, I was just shooting, you know, just shooting, 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 shooting everywhere. And I think we need to really, really focus. I think we really need to really refine how we feel about this movie. And I think, as I always do, that the best way to go about this is to answer some ephemeral questions. You know what? Andrew, I couldn't agree because at the end of the day, can we say what worked? We don't know for sure. That's what this part of the show is for. We'll expand on the thoughts we expressed heretofore. Dinner, dinner. All of that will lead to our awards. And all the while, we hope you won't get (laughs) bored. But we don't want to leave anything unexplored. And now we've got ephemeral questions for you. This show's not just a review. We break it down for everyone. Andrew, sing it with me now. Bill and Ted went on journey but not like Bert and Ernie and we'll <laughs> break it down with ephemeral question <laughs> <laughs> oh one of your best one of your best what the, the inclusion of the word heretofore alone like right right Beautiful work, sir. Beautiful work. And the last question. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. Just keeps getting better and better. What worked about this movie for you? Okay. So I think that what really, really worked the most for me um, is kind of unfair because it's it's coming off of like the last film where there were no stakes. Mm -hmm. But the stakes. Yeah. When they get pushed off that, I mean, they kill our heroes. They kill the main characters 30 minutes into the movie. At the end of act one. Yeah. And you're like, um, wait, what? Do, what? what now what now? happens? Yeah. <laughs> and that just like, that just puts you on this path that is just so, so, so brilliant because you were, we're kind of worried. Like when they, like they're dead, right? And then they go and they try to possess their dad and that doesn't work. And then they go to the seance and then they get sent to hell and now they're in their own personal hell. And now they have, and so like obstacles just keep being put in front of them and they grow and they change, right? And they discover things about themselves and they overcome the obstacles and the stakes just, and the stakes just keep growing because evil Bill and Ted are out there. Right. And evil yeah. Bill and Ted are formidable foes. 
Like they are borderline unstoppable. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's a problem. Right. And they, and all the things that they're doing lead to them finding station who can finally like, you know, put it all together and beat Bill and Ted with the brilliant idea of like, we have to find robots to beat ourselves. Like that's the simplest idea. That's of course, that's the one that they would come up with, but the stakes, Andrew, the stakes, you know me, I love steak. I, I, I do. I do. And you know, the high stakes, uh, you know, I, I, I want to piggyback off of that a little bit because something else that was so moving going along with what you were saying, it's not my, what worked, but it falls in line with your line of thinking. Um, they come back, they have this crazy victory, right? They, they overcome evil Bill and Ted and Denomolo. And it's their time to perform. Right. And they realize we've never properly learned our instruments. We, have, we don't know how to play. Yeah. And it's a, it, yeah, it's like all the way until the end, there's stakes. Yeah. They've been unable to admit that though. Mm. Like, mm, so sure. I, I love that this whole journey does not feed into their false bravado. Yeah, it, it, it feeds into them sort of valuing their time and their life. I think that's so powerful. And it's such, again, such profound things. Whereas the first one could be looked at as an indictment of education, as you said, this one mm-hmm. is, is they, they appreciate their lives in a different way now that they've actually yeah. lost them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And they, they emerge from the past with like little Bill and Ted, it, it, or I guess little Ted and Bill. I guess so. Yeah. Right. No, I, it's, it's, it's so good. wonderful. Uh, yeah. You said that wasn't what worked for you, though. So yeah. uh, let's hear it. Uh, what worked for me was the boldness of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. just go for it. It's, it's big swing after big swing. Um, like you said, the, the end of Act One is that our main characters die. Yeah. And we don't use a time machine to fix it. They have no. to, we have to learn about an entirely new universe, entirely new rules, and they have to um, they have to be the ones to problem solve their way out of this. Mm. And it's ways and it's ways they flourish. Like, you know, they 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 beat death at games <laughs> at, at kids' games, but yeah. then they they call him out on being a, a sourpuss about it. And they're like, come on, man, like, you know, they're so they're so human. Yeah. And he goes for it. Um yeah, then, they're like, oh dude, best of seven. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they know they're going to win. They're like, going to they win. They yeah, are. this is yeah. he doesn't know how to play these modern games, and so no. they choose and and they keep winning. Um, you know, they do that. They they're so their false bravado gets them to God, right? Mm. But they don't ask God to fix it. They ask no. to introduce them to someone that can help. Yeah, this is our problem. This is what we need. Can you you know point us in the right direction? It's cool. We watch them kind of grow up a little bit, and again, they're so freaking lovable. Um, also oh, they're perfect. They're absolutely perfect. Also honorary or honorable mentions to the moment where, uh, they do the proposal. That's basically the same letter with different adjectives. It's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and then they just start. <laughs> there they are saying the same things together. Yeah. And then yeah. they start finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. And then the princesses finish each other's sentences too. Mm. Like I, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. It's heartbreaking when the princesses break up with them. It's really, it's very scary when, when you think the princesses might be assaulted by robot Bill and Ted. Oh my God. That was very, yeah. very scary. Yeah. 
no, it was again stakes. Yeah, there it was very, very scary. I was like, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't consider the robots could be rapists. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's wild, it's wild. But again, big swings, bold storytelling, and and everybody just committed to the bit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, like uh, you said earlier, the in on the joke. Yeah, a, a, another thing. Movie. Another thing that I love is Miss Wardrobe. When they say, yeah, we're going to drop the princesses, they've already broken up the band. There's no reason to kill the princesses. This is just insulting. Like, yeah, we're going to kill the princesses <laughs> in our finale. And Miss Wardrobe is like, great. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Really, really bringing a punch to the San Dimas battle of the bands. Oh, yeah. It's so strange. But I, I do like, I did really respect that they took huge swings that are so weird. Yeah. I mean, we're not even going to get into the fact that they get sent back into their bodies but the there are no bones broken. Their bodies are also fixed. Yeah, there's one worm. Yeah, in Bill and, Bill's ear. And I think a, a buzzard was picking at my head. He was, but yeah, he was picking at my head. Yep. So weird. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just on like how weird on it we is. go with the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think movies get less creative from here. You know. Oh Jesus! I like that they tried stuff. Yeah. Um. What What didn't work about this movie for you? Uh, nothing. So uh, on we go. Uh, no, I touched on it a little bit. Um, I'm still I'm still annoyed with two things. The, uh, act one, the first half of Act one, you yeah. know, up until um, not for the like, best. Up, up until the dance at the gym. <laughs> Stupid. And then uh, just the underutilization of George Carlin. I can I feel that. You know, you know, I love me some George Carlin, and that's all I got was just some. Um, I don't understand what he's doing there. I don't understand like why he's why he has to be Miss Wardrobe because he, he how she he became Miss Wardrobe. She, <laughs> it's like uh, Ant Man and Thanos's butt. Like, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess she has to be. She no one else would let them into the Battle of the Bands. Yeah, who let them into the Battle of the Bands in the first place. So again, so the third thing would be like the weird, stupid, stupid time travel rules. <laughs> That we just don't care about. I just wish we cared. I just wish there was a little more care f- for the time travel rules. Yeah. So okay. Act One, George Carlin, time travel rules. Um, but again, it, it's in a movie like this to say <laughs> to even ask the question, what did yeah. work? Just feels so wrong because <laughs> it's it. so weird. It's just weird. Uh, did you yeah. ever see Amazon Women on the Moon? No. Should I? Okay, everyone, do yourselves a favor. And watch Amazon Women on the Moon. This weird, like, m- my best friend growing up, Matt Sieska and I, we watched this thing. Arsenio Hall is in it. There's, like, a weird uh, put a yellow ribbon. Anyway, it's just so weird. And it's the only movie that I can think of in my, in my brain to, like, equate to Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Amazon Women on the Moon. Watch it. Love it. Maybe okay. buy the DVD. I don't know. All right. I'll do they still even make DVDs? I don't think they do. Right? It's just Blu-rays now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what didn't work for you, brah? Well, you touched on Act 1, and it's, it is a bit of a slog. It Once it starts to cook, it starts to cook. You know? I mean, the movie, once they die, the movie gets super interesting. Yeah. Um, but something that it's a bit of a, a bigger issue is that uh, 
sometimes they don't know when to exit the stage. Okay. I know, I know exactly what you mean. You know, I think, I think the best example is uh, robot Bill and Ted. And when they're, they're playing in the room and they're trashing the house and then he takes his head off and tries to use it as a basketball and then it gets stuck in the fan. Um, that's a, that's a pretty long sequence that doesn't bias anything. No, no, we could have had like one dunk, one fan on we go. It's just there, there, there's, there's some tightening up, um, going back to act one, seeing the future is cool. Um, Rufus is a teacher. Yeah. Rufus is a teacher. This future doesn't look anything like the first movie's weird cave future. No, it doesn't. Um, It doesn't. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't, they've introduced so much world building without explanation. Uh, And, uh, you know, we know that the class is happening in a million languages at once, but we do not know what Denomalous' true motivation is. Right. Um, He's just pissed. Yeah. But then they, then they, then they tell us that he was, um, Rufus gym coach, gym teacher. Yeah. Uh, dig at gym teachers there. Yeah. It's so, so like there's some, uh, for as many big swings as they take, they're successful. There are some unsuccessful swings. It's like anything. It's like, I tell, um, anytime people get upset about getting, uh, like a repeated note. My one thing that I always say is like, you're out here throwing darts at the same target every (laughs) single day. One of them is going to hit a wall. One that usually yeah. is a bullseye is going to hit the wall because we're just—it's impossible not to. Um, so they took the big swings, but some of them do not work. That's all I got. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got for Icon or Wycon. No, I mean there's still still a couple more memorable questions, but that's all I got for them. <laughs> Does this movie make your Desert Island top five? I'm curious to hear your answer. Yeah, yeah. I you know I gave it some thought. Not much thought, but just a little bit of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while I think... Inter- okay, so last week, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure did make my Desert Island Top 5. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, I think, is a better movie. It is. Than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. But I don't think it's on my Desert Island Top 5. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's too weird... <laughs> It's too slow in the beginning. I'll definitely watch it again, but I'm not like stoked to show it to my kid like I am Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated series. <laughs> Little inside uh, joke there for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> it does not make my Desert on top five. Yeah. 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 You? Yeah. I went back and forth about this because I like I like Act Two so much. Yeah, but uh, Act Two makes my desert. Uh, Act One and the very end of Act Three, I I don't need. Um, yeah, you're right, man. You know, you're but right. the, the whole Act but the, Two does not a desert island make. No, no. So it doesn't quite make it onto the desert island top five. But it's not like I'm never going to watch it again. I'm so no, happy I did totally. watch it because I didn't realize yes. how rewatchable it is. It's very fun. But it's, it's just, a very rewatchable yeah, film. Yeah, but I don't yeah. need it on my desert. I just like how '90s weird it is. Yeah. It's the beginning of 90s weird. Yeah. I mean, like, this is the era that gave us Twin Peaks. <laughs> Who did kill Laura Palmer? We know. They told us in episode eight. Yeah, I stopped watching. I have no idea who killed her. Oh, my God. You have to see it through. 
I'll go back someday. Just yeah. just started the Golden Girls rewatch. Oh wow, that's gonna be sweet. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm still laughing at they're talking about food. Mm-hmm. And Rose says, Oh, I can't eat anything that moves. Like what, Rose? Horses? <laughs> <laughs> the Arthur man. Oh, sorry. I digress, but I, yeah. I feel like it was worth it given the recent events. I know. Did you know that uh, I have to do my research? This was a meme. It might be incorrect. Apparently, the theory is that the Golden Girls are a year younger than the women in the Sex and the City revival. <laughs> which which really hard, goes hard no or maybe so i don't know i have to do my research i was so fascinated i Let's was like find out i was Let like either that, in the comments yeah Let either that's completely wrong or our uh relationship with age has changed maybe for sure um all right random bonus question right disney plus spinoff oh who's duh. the star death okay yeah. Uh, yeah that's a good one yeah and it's don't fear the reaper so good that's so good. the name of it and it's got you got to find like today's william sadler i don't know who that is mm-hmm. i don't know anyone that can do this better maybe just fucking slap him in there he's maybe. you know that's president matthew ellis from the mcu yeah legend fucking legend uh yeah, so it's basically like he it's his after story. It's you know the stuff in the clippings like we start with that and then we just watch him, you know, go through like a full house style sitcom, so like an 80s style sitcom. Don't fear the reaper. Sundays at 7 6 central on ABC. Okay. I like oh, no, it. No, it's on Disney Plus. It's, it's on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. So you can binge it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're waiting. We're waiting. It's your question. You had the answer before you even asked the question. I know. It's so not fair. This part of the show is always it's so not, not fair. It's not fair, man. <laughs> Jesus. Do you, you want to ask me? Out, like a three ring binder back there with <laughs> notes and you like rifle through it. Next week, do you want to ask me this question? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to come up with it. I'm just okay. too fucking lazy. <laughs> All right. The princess twist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, it follows the princesses. It's a, it's a period piece. It follows the princesses in their time before and after meeting Bill and Ted. Because, oh, interesting. Because Rufus did not pick them up right when Bill and Ted left. Rufus picked them up right before they married those royal ugly dudes. Yeah. So there's right. we don't know how much life they had as the medieval princesses. Right. The wedding could have been delayed. The royal ugly dudes could have been jilted. There could have been other royal ugly dudes. Who knows? Yeah. So there's, I think there's a lot of story there that gets us to the end of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yeah. So they're they're the spinoffs. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Who stars in it? Who are the princesses? Who are the princesses? If this is say Selena Gomez. I can't say Selena Gomez. Uh, I if this is getting produced now, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna have to go with Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya and 
Her name is escaping me. Cat Dennings. <laughs> it's Zendaya and Cat Dennings is, is the princess. Because and it's such super weird casting. And it's like get into it. They're gonna they're the ladies from Bill and Ted Part One. Because I said that. Yeah, yeah. Two broke princesses. They're gonna be so funny. Yep. Cool. I yeah. like it. What's your special award? More cowbell, please. <laughs> yeah, I just I want more death. Mm. I want more Reaper. Give me more Reaper. He's very very funny. Yeah, he is so good. He steals the movie. He really does. He steals the movie, and that's hard to do considering how lovable Bill and Ted are. <laughs> um, but yeah, more cowbell, please would be my special award. It's 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 less of an award and more of a, a plea to the to the filmmaker to when mm. you remake it you know or like when we go back in time i'll just yeah. say more more cowbell please more cowbell please i like that yeah i like that yeah it's so crazy that he's the villain from die hard 2 yeah no it, he's amazing it's wild it's so what a funny. great actor yeah so funny yeah andrew it's the everything is real award everything is real Okay. Time, time, time travel is real. Uh, yeah. A utopian future, it's just real. Uh, hell. These, hell is hell is real, and uh, the, that big Emotions. giant uh, demon is real. Heaven's real. God speaks mysteriously and leads you to Martians that are also in your American heaven. Um, you can build a robot out of a dustbuster. Yeah, everyone wears pastels in heaven. Uh, if you get sent back to your mortal body that's died, if God allows you to, that body's just going to be fine. Just fine. Even Just though you fine. fell off of a cliff. Thrown off of a cliff. Thrown off of a cliff. Uh, you can move and inspire somebody by reciting the lyrics to Every Rose Has Its Thorn. That man with the book in heaven has nothing in the book because he lets these three strangers that stole clothes from other people in. Um, everything is real. Yeah. Everything is real. Yeah. Yep. Bigotry is also real. Again, we get another F-bomb. I know. Had to say it. Had to say it. Yeah. Had to point it out. Not cool. Not cool at all. I hated that. Not cool. Two two men expressing love. Two platonic. Yeah. Friendship love. Yeah. Evil Bill and Ted suck. They suck. I mean, they were great. Yeah, but they they're they were great. People. But that was awful. Robots. Uh, is this movie an icon or a icon, Sajay? Well, I think it's so fun and it's so charming and it's so creative. And, it's creative. You know, it's like it it it, it give, it's unexpected, you know. It it really like subverts your expectations in a in an effective way, unlike what Ryan Johnson did with the Last Jedi. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's an icon. It's an iconic film, and I think that you know more people need to more people need to watch this again. Yeah, it's and worth talk it. about it. Yeah, it's worth and it. like it's take cool. take take um take note of it. You know, take its advice. Look at it. Make something fucking crazy and weird like this and, and don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think it's iconic because it kind of hits you like a play for film. Yeah. You know, because it's absurd. It's absurd, man. It's absurd, yeah. It's but goddamn get into it. the it's the miser. It's so it's so dumb and weird. And it's it's, so it, it's, and it's really aware of what it is. Yeah. And like the opposite of dumb and weird would be like, um, like provoke, provocative and weird would be the curious incident of the dog in the night, right? Like, 
This, yeah. It makes you just, it just, uh, that makes you think this makes you laugh. Yeah. It's, it's kooky. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like it a lot. And that sort of absurd humor is really hard to pull off because in the wrong hands, absurd plays like that turn into SNL sketches. Right. You know, which is right. different. So I, I, I like it. It's definitely an icon. Totally. Ah, well, we did that, CJ. Yeah, we did. And now here's the thing that I'm most excited about is that oh my we, God. we are entering uncharted territory because I have not ever seen this next one. It's pretty it's a new. Premiere. Yeah. It's a it's, premiere. I mean, it came out in 2020. Yeah, it's pretty new. Right? And I had meant to see it. I just never got around to it. Yeah. Well, we knew we were going to do this. We knew we were going to do it. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we'll do all three Bill and Ted's. We just kept yeah. bouncing. Bill and Ted's been our like sort of like back burner one be like it's a good palate cleanse get those three yeah, out totally no it's gonna be great i'm excited i can't wait to see them back together i can't wait to see what they did with it yeah you know? oh it got God. good responses people enjoyed it i can't wait yeah and 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 you know it's i'm so curious to see where the writing goes yeah yeah for sure you know because that's that's the interesting part of what this franchise could be when you've broken your own rules so mm. effectively <laughs> and it's these same two writers coming back. So like they get to do whatever they've, they've already given themselves permission to do whatever they want. So what does this turn into? <laughs> mm. So bizarre. It's going to be absurd and bizarre and it's wonderful. Be super weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I can't wait. Totally. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, we did that. We Good did. To see you as always, I'm Likewise. proud. I'm super excited about this franchise. And uh, do we know what we're doing next? Oh, we do know what we're doing next. Yeah, we do. But yeah. we'll wait. We'll wait. Okay. Well, we'll wait. All right. Yeah, well, we'll wait. Well, for Icon or Wicon, I am Andrew David Sotomayor. I'm CJ LaRoche, and I truly have no idea what we're doing next. <laughs> Should we just say next time? Because we always do, or does that make sense? Next time. <laughs> <laughs>